Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much. This is episode 140. And tonight we have a very special guest. But before we get to that, I want to introduce you. That's how I talk now. To Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? Thank you for the introduction. This is you. (laughs) Yes. This is us. There's a show called This Is Us. (laughs) This is me. (laughs) This is Jacob Walsh. Do we like? Dude, that's my getting ready for work song. The songs in that movie are good. What's that movie called? I, uh, the Greatest Showman. I think. Mm-hmm. I yes. think uh, maybe half of those songs are pretty catchy, and half I don't remember at all. Well, we're I've only listened that. to half of the songs on the soundtrack, so I probably agree with you at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I only watched like twenty minutes of that movie. I think. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. You guys didn't see this? I thought you saw it in the theater. No, no we watched we, it at home. You're confusing it with like, we wanted it. to. We wanted. I to. saw it in the theater, and the it's like it's fine. The movie's fine. It's not awful, but I, I just I just cannot get behind that. Like that guy was a piece of shit in real life. So it's like it's just weird watching a movie where they uh, take out all the like really awful shit he did. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Hugh Jackman, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's a terrible person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, who just has metal claws coming out of their hands? Yeah, like, what is that? (laughs) Well, listen, everybody. So tonight, uh, we've got a guest tonight. Tonight, our guest is WWE superstar Zack Ryder, also known as Matt Cardona, who hosts... The Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Wait, he's got two names? He's got two names. What's his yeah. real name? Yeah, Matt what? Cardona is his real are name. Are we going to call, call him Matt? Matt or are we going to call him Zach? I was going to call him. I thought his name was Zach. <laughs> Halfway through the show, he's going to change it. It's <laughs> be Matt for the beginning and then it'll do I'm a face turn. Uh, I'm upset Zach. that I don't have two names. Like, we all need wrestling names. Legitimately. Like I always thought my but it, rest- but it but Zach Ryder sounds like a nor- that doesn't sound like a wrestling name that sounds just like a a name you could be born with it's not like Macho Man Randy Savage or you know Hulk Hogan that's a that's a that's a that's a human name are you gonna Zach press Ryder's him on that a, I was gonna say we I need to know is he where is he let's are let's you get him cutting on. a promo like right now <laughs> <laughs> against Zach Ryder Matt mm, Cardona yeah. <laughs> uh, I think. I'm pretty sure he named himself after Zach Morris. I'm like 90% sure that's true. Okay. Yeah, I respect that. Which he's, he's means – Saved by the Bell fan, right? I'm a huge Saved by the Bell. I, what if I was like, guys, I'm going to be – my new dream is to be a professional wrestler. My name's going to be Richard Belding. <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you guys think? Like, do it. Does that strike fear into the heart it's of my scary. opponents? Yeah. 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 Guys, I'm going by Hot Sunday. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's, that's also the, a Say by the Bell reference. Yes. Very Obscure cool. Obscure ref, y'all. So uh, he'll be on here in a few, and we'll, uh, we're going to talk Ghostbusters, probably. He's, mm-hmm. he's a giant Ghostbusters fan. He's got an incredible toy collection. Obviously, their podcast is specifically wrestling figures. Mm-hmm. But um, is that why you put this ring together just so you can no. uh, impress well, Zach Matt? Yes, it's <laughs> like when you Matt. when you drive past like the guy you got a crush on, like it, where he works, and you blast the music that you know he likes. And you're is like, that what hey. you did? Maybe. <laughs> Wait, is that movie Beyond the Mat about Matt? What is happening? <laughs> Um, so he'll be on in a few and he's got, uh, really an incredible collection. So we'll talk toys and let's just see where the conversation takes us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in the meantime, though, we wanted to let everybody know that if you are not a member of the yes, have some Patreon, what do we call it? The Patreon universe? Sure. Yeah. The, um, extended (laughs) yes, have some universe. It's like, the Okay. We should call it YHS special features is what we should call it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's that makes that makes more sense. That makes most sense. I was trying to think of some letters that rhyme with MCU so we can, you know, but what you said makes more sense. Letters mm-hmm. that MCU <laughs> NG the, two? I don't know. the P. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we just put up a new bonus episode last night where we we it's find one. It was a good one. Yeah. We finally fixed one of the good ones. all of the franchises. <laughs> one of the good ones. <laughs> guys, no, we fixed everything, first off. So you should listen. Do you guys think that film executives will listen to our bonus episodes and be like, get YHS on the phone? Well, I, it would mm. not surprise me because sometimes it seems like that's where some of these fucking ideas come from. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> they just hear a child on a street say, I want to see this. So they yeah. just do it. Shazam! That's how uh, Kevin Smith. (laughs) That's how Kevin Smith makes his movies. He like thinks of ideas on his podcast, and then they like come to life. Yeah, but Kevin Smith's also a good filmmaker. Oh, okay. So he's done stuff, right? I see that. I see how it works. (laughs) Well, listen. If you want to get in on those bonus episodes, it's five dollars a month to join. Yes, have some on Patreon. You're going to go to Patreon.com/slash Yes, have some, and then you get immediate access to all of our bonus episodes. We do two to three a month. We're going to do a couple extra ones this month just because we felt like it. Actually, we're doing extra ones is because last week we did a bonus episode and we realized it was like too good to, to not <laughs> give to the masses. <laughs> so we let everybody That sounds it. like we're bullshitting, but it really was. It, it was, was really good. That's not always going to be, that's not always going to be the thing. We're, no, we're going to keep some of the, we're going to keep some of the goodies for the Patreon yeah. and, We won't spoil it, but in the next few weeks, we're going to do a very beloved movie. We're going to cover just like one of the best movies ever. Everybody's going to want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For you true fans, you can watch my uh, stories and you can like maybe guess what it's going to be. We're going to cover a movie. We're going to watch a movie and Mm -hmm. we're going to cover it in depth. And it's not something we've ever covered on the pod before. And I'll give a couple clues. I'll give a couple clues. Mm-hmm. Think Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up there. Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. I mean, the size matters, you know. Yeah. Does the it? length of the movie matters. <laughs> Does it? Are we all going to Taco Bell? Oh, Are we going to the fun. world premiere at Madison Square Garden? I can taste That's the a lot Baja of fish. Blast. Well, listen. 
if you're interested in getting in on these bonus episodes, head to patreon.com slash yes, have some. We have a ton of fun. And in the meantime, if you're just a traditionalist, if you're just a regular subscriber to Yes, Have Some, we also absolutely love you from the bottom of our hearts. Love ya. And we want you to interact with us on social media. Instagram, Twitter, at YHS Podcast is where you're going to find us. And you can get us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Yes, Have Some cast. And we also have an official Yes, Have Some discussion group. Abby's going to tell you about it right now. It's called Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. Abby, how do you get in there? So easy. You log into your Facebook, all right? Then you search for Yes, Have Some Podcast, and you will find our page. Once you like that page, it's not a requirement, but I recommend that you like it. Um, Then you will see Yes, Have Some Group Therapy pop up as you scroll down, and you will click that and ask to join because it is a closed group. That's how we keep it quality. So ask to join. I'll probably approve you first or me, probably Jake, because Jake likes to get in there and approve people quicker. It's a game we have going. Uh, So go ahead and do that. Go to Yes, Have Some uh, podcast on Facebook and then find group therapy, ask to join, and join up and just post not anything you want, like just good stuff. Hey, Abby, could you not bang on the desk when we're recording? I get so stressed. Why do you bang on the desk? Because I'm not the best at directions. (laughs) I'm like, what? What if I tell them? What if I ruin it? Like, what if I don't know What if know they how go to, to the there? wrong group therapy? What if they go to, like, just family group therapy? <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing, like, are could, you recording? Are we still recording? Yeah, we're recording right now. you guys need that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's just fun. Uh, no, so, no, no. Craig yells at me on the podcast while yes. we're recording. Yes, I yell at everybody. Um, you know, a lot subtle. of Facebook groups, you have to answer, like, a set of questions before you can join. We mm-hmm. haven't implemented that yet. Um, but we're going to. But right? probably eventually we will. <laughs> but I think the question should be, who do you want to approve you, Abby or Jake? <laughs> That's good. That's going to be They're going to be very obscure um, questions that cover episodes 16 through <laughs> 100. Yeah. In the classic episode of Yes, Has Abby Some. referenced Gilmore Girls. Why was she talking about it? That's cool. Abby fans, yeah, I'll approve you. Abby fans. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> um, I did. So yeah, find us on social media. And also, if you do love the podcast, if you're subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, make sure that you are leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Jake, you love yeah. those five-star reviews, don't you? They're fun. Um, I, I like the ones that uh, there, there's like three different levels of reviews. There's the kind that are just very short. They're the very like heartfelt, you know, the ones that really make me think like, oh, people listen to this and, and people like it. And then there are the ones that are just like gibberish almost and they don't mean anything. They're just like a, people telling jokes or just saying random things. And those are my favorite. Yeah. Those are the best. I feel so like a nonsensical thought for yes, have some podcast. I feel like we're it. all kind of assholes sometimes and sometimes yeah. people want to be assholes back and they use our, our the best place to do that. <laughs> That's how they do it. They like get back at us by giving us a five star review, yeah. <laughs> but Here's not you. saying anything about the actual podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just littered with inside jokes. And I like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's cool. I like comments. So like listen, stars. we're going to be getting to <laughs> Zack Ryder here in just a few minutes. Um, we did not get a chance yet to talk about the Ghostbusters casting news that happened last <clears throat> week. We've been very busy. It's very hard to keep up with this stuff. Hopefully for the next year and a half, we're going to be on top of it. 
But literally, we have not spoken about the Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard, Ghostbusters casting. So real kid, real kid, real kids here. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> You're just this laughing be at me. a real kids meme in our fucking group <laughs> Here comes next. real kids. <laughs> Craig's real kids news report. <laughs> Uh, how are we feeling about this? Uh, we're going to do a more in-depth analysis probably next week, but I figure the people want to know what we think about Finn Wolfhard being in Ghostbusters. Is is this 100% confirmed or was it still just like uh, – I know it, it said that they were being eyeballed. There were We know that there was some uh, – um, what do you call those? Auditions, but uh, is it confirmed they're in the movie? It is – Without a shadow of a doubt, confirmed they're in the movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. And we okay. know that Finn Wolfhard is going to be playing the son of Carrie Coon. I'm not that familiar with her work. I know she was in The Leftovers. I never watched that show. But she was in Gone Girl. She also played Proxima Midnight in Avengers. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder Didn't if she's going to have the same outfit in Ghostbusters. <laughs> she's just like a CGI. She's a villain. The crossover. horns. Oh, it's so easy. You never know. Um... Abby, yes. real quick, what do you think? What feel, do you think? What do you feel? I mean, I've thought about this a lot. Um, I understand that Finn Wolfhard is kind of like the, the it kid right now, and he's in a lot of things. Literally. But he's, I'm literally looking at him in a Ghostbusters uniform right now because we're in our toy room where we record, and I'm looking at the Funko um, Stranger Things. McFarlane. McFar- God damn it. McFarlane figures, uh, and I'm looking at Finn Wolfhard dressed as a Ghostbuster uh, from that episode of Stranger Things from the last season, and I like him. Um, I legitimately, I enjoyed him in It, and I think he's got comedic timing, and I think he's a dramatic actor, too. Um, there's the resemblance with um, Egon. I think he kind of bears a, a Harold Ramis likeness, so I am kind of excited about having him in there. I also think that he legitimizes and brings in a fan base that possibly wouldn't have been there before. Um, like with the answer to the call, the the audience wasn't there. Like they didn't have the ticket sales. I have a feeling um, that kids and girls in particular will be interested in this. Well, that's not like what gets me excited, but it gives me faith to think that this will be a successful film knowing that he's attached to it. So I don't know much about her, Carrie Coon. I've, I've seen... Um, Gone Girl, and then a little bit of The Leftovers, and I'm, she seems fine. So, Cool. Yeah. Jake? Um, I agree. I agree with what Abby said. I do think he's I do think he's good. He's good in Stranger Things and in It. But then I also I also could just take it or leave it. Like I wasn't when I saw he was attached to it. I wasn't like, yes, Finn Wolfhard. (laughs) It was more like, oh, of course he's in it because he's the fucking big star now that everybody can't shut up about, even though even though he's in like what? Two things. Yeah. But but it is the thing that is a little. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to word this because I don't want to say it's annoying. It's not a bad thing, but you know, Stranger Things came out and it's like, oh, it's got like a real like Stephen King kind of vibe. It's really, you know, and then he got cast in it and they're like, oh, it's going to be really strange, even though it was around before Stranger Things. And now it just seems like Stranger Things is what everybody wants everything to be. What that's what everybody throws around. Be like this, be like that. And even though we don't know what Ghostbusters is going to be like. And even if it is kind of like Stranger Things, I guess that's fine because for the most part, Stranger Things is good. But it's like you just it's just a weird. I don't know. A new measurement. It's a little, that everything's compared to it's just almost. another. Exactly. I'm yeah. just like I'm tired of hearing 
about Stranger Things. I'll put it this way. Finn Wolfhard. For as uncomfortable as I was and, like, weirded out by the news that Melissa McCarthy was going to be in Ghostbusters when that came out, I feel the opposite about Finn Wolfhard. I feel very, like, okay, this is exactly what I would see happening, and I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, it'll be interesting also to see how he reacts to not getting the correct number of wontons in his soup (laughs) during the soup (laughs) delivery scene. What? Digital wonton. (laughs) Will the real digital wonton please stand up? Who is that? We still don't know. I still don't know. Reveal yourself. Um, I want some wonton soup legitimately right now, so. Well, (laughs) I know where not to order it from. Yes. Um, I'm excited in... For all the stuff you guys said, like, I I agree with everything. Uh, The one thing that was interesting is there was a little bit of a report in one of the articles saying that Jason Reitman was a little bit hesitant to cast anybody from Stranger Things because of all the reasons Jake just outlined. Exactly. Yeah, which I liked reading that, you know. I liked reading that because that that showed me that they're not just doing it because that's what's popular. It, you know, it literally said in that thing, he, he had like the best audition, which mm-hmm. that's what you want to hear. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I want a good emotional comedic movie. And I think we're going to get that. Uh, <laughs> somebody, everybody's freaking out. There was another thing with Ernie Hudson this week. Some, uh, some reports that he was going to be in the new movie and like 50 websites picked up on it in like 10 seconds. And then Ernie Hudson had to tweet like, Hey, this isn't true. Nothing's confirmed. I don't even know what the new movie's about. As soon as I know, I'll let everybody know. And uh, I think it was either on GB Fans or Twitter, somebody was like, Jason Reitman, I want this movie to unwrap like a present. Everybody else, fuck you, man. We want it now. (laughs) We want it right now. Fuck your present. Uh, I'm excited, man. I really am. I I think, listen, we've we've got a long way to go. There's going to be plenty of casting announcements. There's going to be plenty of time to discuss all of that. But... Right now, it is time for our guest this week. So, coming up after this short, I don't know, break? Musical break? We'll have some music. We're going to do something. We're going to do something for the fans. We'll have Zack Ryder, WWE superstar, and toy aficionado. It's been a long time coming. Here we go. All right, everybody. Welcome our special guest, Yes, Have Some Podcast this week. WWE superstar Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona, the host of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast and the self-proclaimed Michael Jordan of Wrestling Figure Collecting. I love it. Welcome to the show, Matt. You got all my plugs in. What am I supposed to say? (laughs) Well, we didn't want you plugging your own show. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Absolutely. No, man, we're big fans. We, uh, We love what you're doing. Congratulations on all the success of the podcast. How's it Thank been you. going, man? It's been a couple months, and you guys are absolutely killing it. Um, my, myself and uh, Brian Myers, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins, this is something that we've been talking about for a while. They just kind of uh, pulled the trigger, so to speak, in August. And uh, ever since then, it's been a blast. Uh, I didn't realize how much hard work it would be. Uh Cause you know, it's not just recording the podcast and, uh, you know, editing it and all that, it's, you know, the social media that comes with it mm-hmm. is, oh, yeah. uh, that's a job. crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I have my own social media for, for Zach Ryder, the, the wrestler, and now I have to control the major WF pods social media. So it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty hectic. Uh, we're, we started doing, uh, live shows. We just did Caroline's on Broadway in New York city last week. So we're trying to do like every other month, but we get some live shows, uh, 
you know, in the works. And uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun because at the end of the day, you know, um, Brian and I, we'd be talking every day about wrestling figures anyway. So why not uh, put it out there for others to listen and for others to enjoy? Absolutely. That's what it's all about. That's what we do. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say that's exactly how we started. Um, like Jake, myself and Craig were always stressing about uh, toys and whether we had enough to get them and like the, the whole everything that goes into collecting and uh, basically decided just to share that conversation with everyone else. And so now there's like a whole community. And I totally understand that. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Like the community, we love it. We love interacting with our fans, um, you know, through the social media or you know at these live shows. There were, we had this show in New York City. People were flying from different different cities, different states to come to this live show. So we love the fans, and uh, I mean, without the fans, it's nothing. It'd just be me and Brian talking. So yeah. we owe it all to them. I love on the show when you talk to uh, to Brian. And you give him shit about not getting in on the Twitter and Instagram for for the uh, for the major account. Uh, well, it's kind of it's bullshit because it's our <laughs> podcast, dude. You know? it's, 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 we, can, I, can I say shit or do yeah. we edit oh, the shit? No, yeah. you say whatever you want. Okay, yeah, you know, it, it's fifty fifty. You know, it's we're we're the host. We're both the hosts. Um, I'm not saying I do more work, but I do more work. You know, and, and you know, it's not like he doesn't have the password. Uh, and the username. It's very, like easy. Right now. it's very easy for him. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can do it all on one app. You can just log in and out of accounts. That's what I do for Zach mm-hmm. Ryder and the Major Pod. So it's so easy. And he just pretends that he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We actually let's have- get him on. We're gonna we're gonna it's we're gonna figure this out right now. It's a little yeah. frustrating because then on his Instagram story, he'll he'll post something and you know and tag Major Doing Pod. Asshole, why didn't you just get into the major WF pod account and post from there? <laughs> yeah, we have like three, extra 10 seconds. Yeah, we have our group text. Like we have like coordinated Instagram posts. Like it'll be two o'clock in the middle of the day. I just get a text from Jake about to make a post like back up. So we it's a shared experience. You don't want to sit yeah, on each other's because, toes. Because if exactly if one of us doesn't tell the other one, yeah. we end up both posting the same fucking thing. I <laughs> wish I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have we do have a uh, our producer. He he put, he has the account uh, information. So he posts a lot, which which helps a lot, big time. Nice, yeah. cool man. That's awesome. Um, so listen, you guys got the podcast going. You want to talk about a small world? You guys were in Atlanta last week, and for those who don't know, you guys trained down at Deep South Wrestling, which is in McDonough, Georgia, where I'm yes. from. I went to Eagles Landing High School. And Holy shit, I didn't know anyone lived there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was laughing because you were on the podcast talking about how, like, going to McDonough, Georgia was your college experience, and I couldn't wait to leave. I was like, get me out of here. Um, but that's great. Well, I could definitely see why. Yeah, yeah. it's awful. But for me, for, for me, it was the opposite because, you know, I, I'm from Long Island, New York, and uh, I went to some bullshit community colleges just so my parents would pay for my wrestling school. So when I went to these classes, you know, and when I say classes, I mean, I took circus arts, I took uh, weightlifting as a class. I, I mean, I took real classes also, but to go to, when I went to McDonough, that was like my college experience moving away for the first time and being on my own and like not having any rules and just being able to, to drink and like do whatever I wanted to do. You know, it was, I don't know. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're probably about the same. I graduated high school in 2002. So like 
I was working at Longhorn Steakhouse while you were training for WWE. And like, I was going to Deep South shows. Like, I used to, I used to love it. Like, it was so cool. And it was oh, always. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I graduated in 03, so I'm just a year younger. Okay, yeah. So it was like right around that, that same age bracket. Like, there was a time. Well, it's a different story for a different day, but there was uh, an incident I had where I was trying to intern at Deep South. And I, uh, uh, I'll just tell the story real quick. Michael Hayes, <laughs> Michael Hayes was a regular at the Longhorn Steakhouse, and I tried to engage him in the conversation about it. Uh, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. He 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 cut a huge promo on me in the middle. Of, I was like working a lunch shift. I'm like, God, I have twelve dollars to my name, and Michael Hayes is screaming at me in the middle of Longhorn. But anyway, um, but yeah. So you guys were in town last week, and you were. You went to the Target on Jonesboro Road, which I guess is the Target where you guys used to do figure hunting. And I saw where Brian found his, his elite figure and signed it. And yes. I was like, oh, shit, that's our Target. Like, they're at our Target. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that happens on the podcast that I love that I want you to talk about is, like, so you guys, when you see your own figures, you'll go to Walmart, you go to Target, and you'll sign it and leave it there and tweet about it. That way the fans can go and, like, get a signed figure. It's the coolest thing ever. But then- yeah, it's just, it's just something so, uh, you know, obviously the first couple of months we're buying up all our figures, <laughs> but then yeah. we have enough of them. Um, yeah, just just sign it and, and leave it. And uh, it's a very cool thing to do. Uh, it's such a, you know, hopefully the fan appreciates it, thinks it's real. But um, we just it's funny because we just did a whole YouTube video it should be up in the next couple of days of our whole um, our trip down to McDonough because we went to like this Walmart. We went back to Deep South Wrestling and we went to Target. So we have it all documented and that should be on YouTube like any day now if it's not already up. My, my producer probably has it up and I don't even know. But uh, it's just some, some, you know, we can do that stuff. Like we can go into a Target. There's our action figure. We can sign it, leave it. It's pretty cool. So why not take advantage of that? But I love it. I love that you guys do that. I think like every actor – Every wrestler, anybody who has an action figure mm-hmm. should be out there doing that. Mm-hmm. But what I love is whenever you guys do that. We didn't do on this time. We used a Sharpie. It was an amateur move. We should have used a paint pen. The ah. Sharpies don't mm. last. Right. Mm. Good call. But I love, Very amateur move. Amateur move. It's, it's fun. We'll get them next time. Mm-hmm. But the I love that. Explode in your pocket or in your bag, so it's risky. <laughs> Problematic, right. yeah. Um, I love on Twitter, though, whenever you guys do that, somebody always questions you and asks you if you're afraid, like, you're going to get in trouble. It's my favorite thing. Like, these guys are like, like, you really shouldn't be out there doing that, like the Twitter police. I love that. There's a lot of, a lot of trolls on, uh, on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, listen, man, you're a longtime Ghostbusters fan, too. And that was kind of like the, the origin of wanting to get you on to talk a little bit about Ghostbusters. So... Everybody knows like you're super into the to collecting wrestling and I mean you I think Brian just basically collects wrestling but you cross the board with everything. Yeah, he does uh, uh wrestling and uh Mets stuff, but Mets. I am uh oh yeah, I, I'm full blown addicted. I I have a a toy room, it just it's just toys on display and then this office that I'm in right now, I say office, I use that term loosely. It's just kind of a continuation of my toy room. Yeah, um, Jake, uh, you went through this recently where you like had to rearrange your toy room because you were just overflowing. And I know, Matt, you yeah. just talked about how your office is now becoming your second toy room, which is a very special moment for any collector <laughs> when you when you outgrow <laughs> the first that. toy room. <laughs> second toy room? You have to just like accept it. it. It becomes the point where you're just like, hey, you know what? This whole house is a toy room, and mm-hmm. it will make you feel much better. Yeah, because like my, my thing about um, – 
about like having toys on display is like I don't want it to look cluttered because it can yes. very easily look cluttered. Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm at that point now in my one room. It's not a big room. Maybe like I don't know. I'm not good with. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look at this wall right now. I'm not good. I don't know. Ten by ten. Not not a huge room. Not tiny, but it, with all the display cases in there, it really. And all the figures, like I'm running out of room. There's like zero room left, and it's not like I'm gonna retire from figure collecting tomorrow. If I were to, you know, throw yeah. in the towel, I'd be yeah. good, you know. <laughs> but I'm not collecting forever, so there's only so many, uh, so many things I can rearrange, and I, I hate having things um, and not having them on display. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, that was basically my whole life before this. I was like living in apartments, and there was no room to display anything, so I just had it all, uh, you know put away in closets or in storage at my parents' house. Uh, but now that I, I have my own home, I wanted a toy room, but I'm, I'm outgrowing it uh, very, very fast. And it's kind of heartbreaking and pathetic. <laughs> yeah. But like you feel awesome about it at the same time. We're at that spot too with our toy room where I'm thinking about taking like the doors off of the closets and like already, trying to- I already did it. You did already, it? Yeah. I already did it. That's, that's now the Star Wars closet. I put- uh. um, I have a couple of Detolfs in there. You guys know the Detolfs? Oh, Detolf Mafia? We definitely do. Yeah, we know Detolf, all about it. The, the Detolf is like, it's the best. It's very underrated for like 60, 70 bucks. Like what a beautiful display piece. Yeah. Yeah. We we made the pro, we, we made the big mistake of like, uh, we all went down and toured Bobby 80's collection, right. which immediately made, I don't know if you've ever like been to his place and checked it out. If not, you, sh- you should hook up with him. But we, we did that and then immediately – came back and all three of us completely redid. Like I got rid of Motivated, all of, huh? I got rid Yeah. I got he rid of all my shelves. Yeah. I, I bought, I immediately bought like 10 detoffs and just started. I started over. I was like that's, getting rid of stuff. Just like let it go. It mm. gets you. When I first moved, I, I, I live in Orlando and I moved here about two years ago. And the first things I did was I went, I found a, a store that sells displays to stores, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I got four giant displays that I use uh, for my toys. And then um, I also bought a Ghostbusters pinball machine. So for, for the longest time, like I had no furniture in my house, but I had this Ghostbusters pinball machine. That's great. Nice. That's a great, that's a great pinball machine. A buddy yeah, of ours, that. a buddy of ours who's a, he's like a hardcore Ghostbusters collector has that. And he also owns a bunch of the props in the movies. Like uh, that, that's some good stuff. I, I haven't upgraded to the pinball machine yet, but that's got to be on the list somewhere. It's uh, it's really cool. And that, like like I said, it was the only thing in my house before TV. And uh, when I first moved down here to Orlando, within like the first week, I blew out my knee and needed surgery. So like I wasn't on the road or anything. I was just home seven days a week, and all I did was play this Ghostbusters pinball machine like all night long, all day long. And you could like adjust the volume, but I wasn't able to figure out how to adjust like there was this librarian scream and no matter what the volume was it would be like at a 10 out of 10 so <laughs> at like three in the morning it would just like go off and it would sound like i was killing somebody <laughs> yeah we um uh, so you're you're we go to orlando all the time like jake uh jake's mom lives in tampa actually that's jake you because we have the atlanta ikea but jake you went to the tampa ikea to get all your detox around christmas right yeah, they're both they're both equally about four hours away from me is the closest Ikea north or south. So I've had to make trips to both. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's the current state of your Ghostbusters collection, man? Are you I know you got the Diamond Select stuff and I feel like you probably had all the Maddie Collector stuff. 
do you do real Ghostbusters? Like, do you have the, the whole Kenner line as well? Okay, well, here, here's the thing. So as a kid, obviously, um, I, pro- I probably had 95% of the real Ghostbusters Kenner line, you know? But all those are destroyed. I can't, I can't keep, I, I don't count those. Those are either my parents do more or they're somewhere in my parents' basement. I don't count those at all. We've all so, gone through this. So I have all the, um, I don't have them all, but all the ones I do have, this is how psycho I am. I had to buy them uh, mint on card and open them so they would be 100% mint and complete. I love that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, so this was about me. Like when I knew I was going to buy a house like three or four years ago, I'm like, all right, it's time now. Let's start, you know, let's start getting some things. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I, I got like, I got the firehouse like in the box, brand new, built it, you know, uh, Ecto-1, Ecto-1A. Um, I got the four Ghostbusters. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't decide on which Janine to get. So I got both Janines, uh, both Slimers, the Marshmallow Man. I think that's all I have from the real ghost because the line gets, it's gets so deep. You There's know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm, it's crazy. I'm not saying, right. And I'm not saying never say never. Like, of course I would want to get them all, but right now I just know there's nowhere. I can, like right now they look good on display. And uh, if I added anything else in there, it would just look cluttered because I have, um, you know, and then, of course, the Mattel figures, which I don't even have them all on display because, I mean, when that line ended, it kind of broke my heart because I invested so much time and money and love into this. And there were so many characters that they just didn't make. I'm like, all right, we're done. I'm like, what? You can't end it now. Yeah, it you know, sucked. Oh. It was heartbreaking because, yeah. like, like, Mattel kept saying, like, they're going to expand the line. You know, they were hoping there was going to be, like, a Ghostbusters 3. And, like, for whatever reason, they just – I don't know if the sales were bad or what, but like, remember, like they all ended up at big lots. Like, do you remember it that? It got weird. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't, I don't remember the big lots now, but I know that like, um, yeah, they were like discounted for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the, I like, I like the diamond select figures a lot, but as far as the modern ones, I, I really think that the Mattel line is, is like top notch, but yeah, you're right. I wish it would have just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have all the diamond select ones and, uh, this is, you're going to think I'm crazy for saying this. I think, some figures nowadays, especially the Diamond Select, are almost too articulated where, to the point where, like, they don't really stand up and, like, they can fall oh. over because they're still, like, heavy and stuff like that. I don't like that. I don't like that a figure, like, could fall over if, like, the fan's blowing a little too fast. You know what I'm saying? Dude, That's a scary thought. Every time I walk in the toy room, Peter's, uh, like, Santa Claus hat from, like, GB2 Peter falls off the shelf and is, like, gone forever. Um, whenever I hear a crash in the toy room, I know it's a Diamond Select figure, literally. Same, same, same here. So I, it, yeah. I, I, I have mine, like, on display, on top of a display uh, piece, and they fall on the ground all the time. And I have them on stands, too. Yeah. And they just, they, they just, they slowly start bending over and then they fall <laughs> they're alive but uh i love they, they made everybody that they made everybody they could have made in my opinion yeah. so yeah bra- i mean baby oscar come on yeah it's great mm-hmm. bravo to diamond Slug. i do think they are the best ghostbuster figures um ever and, like the firehouse they they made uh it's it just it's so big I've, i built it i'm like where am i gonna put this thing yeah i'm looking at it right now uh because i bought a, a kind of a store display case too specific because i started uh, so we, like Jake said, we went down to, uh, Rob's house. He's Bobby eighties on Instagram. He lives in Orlando, his house. You can't even, it's un, it's indescribable. His entire house is, is a toy museum. He's got everything you could ever imagine. And I was immediately like, I had real Ghostbusters figures, but I, I, that day was like on eBay watching everything. And since October, I've 
collected 95% of the entire line. I'm missing like I'm missing like maybe 10 or 12 pieces. But I was going to so it's interesting you talked about the mint on card figures opening them up cuz I'm a loose collector. Me too. Let them breathe. That's what we say on the Major Debit Pod. Let them breathe. You got to let them breathe, but the Ecto Glow figures, which were the last figures in that line. Yes. yes. Those I would not let breathe. <laughs> well, the thing is though, they're more rare loose. Like you can't find them loose. Like you can find them on card. So I'm like, am I about to drop four hundred dollars on mint on card ectoglow figures just to open them up? Is that psycho? Is that psycho <laughs> I territory? More rare. I, I think at that point you would just have to keep them MOC, keep them mint yeah. on card, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, God, that. Well, my hope because you can't you can't find the ghosts in the packs for those. Like sometimes you find the figures, but like they were it was so near the end of the line, like kids didn't even have them. Like people just bought them and put them in storage. Like barely any kids had those figures. So the right, ones that right. did just lost that stuff like immediately. Yeah, I, like I said, never say never, and I think maybe one day I will, but my problem is this. If I go back and do that, then I'm going to have to do all the Ninja Turtles too, and I can't I, – no, I can't. Just can't do it. Well, the Ninja Turtles line, it. We, I've, I've started a little bit with the TMNT line, and it's, it's – especially if you're going for complete – like every figure has 15 accessories. Like it's impossible. That's, yeah. That's yeah. what I have to do in the – I have to, especially nowadays when people can make um, you know, the bootleg accessories so easily – I don't know right, if that's right. a big in the Ghostbuster community, but it's huge in like the Star Wars and wrestling community now. With like people are making all these, um, you know, replica accessories that look dead on. I, I can't, I can't deal with that. I can't it's, deal with it. It's a major it's problem. Stressful. And, yeah. yeah. It's, Ghostbusters is even though Ghostbusters is like the biggest. Like everybody knows Ghostbusters. Like it's the collecting community is nowhere near where like uh, Star Wars the is. Scope, yeah. Oh no way, no way. Um, I mean, and, and and for years we didn't have anything. You know, like when those NECAs came out, what was it, like 2002-ish? Yeah. Was it yeah. on there? Yeah. I mean, even that, even that, it was just the five figures. And then how long do we have to wait for the Mattel? You yeah. know? There's so like, it's, like, it's almost like a good thing that there's not so much. It's kind of easy to get everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's if you anything from the real Ghostbusters line, you can basically find in the click of a button on eBay. Like, right. there, the it's fun to hunt it down, but like, especially if you want to get that stuff clean, like I'm, I'm all about those late night scrolling eBay, just making purchases as I'm falling asleep, yeah, dealing with the repercussions that's, tomorrow. That, that's my, that's my problem. I, I am a legit, like, this is not even a joke. Like I am addicted to buying figures. It's, um, it's my drug. You know, I'm legit addicted, especially on eBay. You guys, you guys have eBay bucks. No, I'm good. No. I've never done it. I, I don't know oh why it's so stupid. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, okay. eBay Bucks is free, so yes, you are stupid. You all you have to do is sign up uh-huh. for it, and you really get like what you get one percent. So like basically a penny for every purchase you make, just like free oh. money at the end of the month. Every quarter mm. you get like the money, but certain days it'll be like ten percent back. So every time I see a ten percent back, I'm like, ooh, that, that means I should <laughs> sign up like, right now. That's yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, because I tell myself, oh, like, okay, for instance, full disclosure, there was a, a wrestling figure the other day. I had the ten percent back. It was a thousand dollars. I would get hundred dollars in eBay bucks. I'm like, wow, oh, wow! If I buy this now, I'll get a hundred bucks in eBay bucks. So that's that's a good deal. No, that's you, the best. You can buy more at that point. Yeah, yes. that's right. It's a little coupon, dude. I, I love justification. Yeah, that log- he, had a, he had a coupon day. Yeah, coupon day. <laughs> I love that logic. Like, do you ever do this one where like? You, you are looking for something and you're like, oh, I think it's going to be 200 bucks. And then you buy it and you're like, oh, I got it for 125. I just saved $75. I better buy oh, something absolutely. else. I better buy something else. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 
Um, did you? Uh, so we we uh, did you buy the? Uh, I don't know what your Star Wars. Cl- I know you do Black Series, but do you do you collect the like vintage collection and, and all that as well? Okay, so this house. There's another psychopath thing. <laughs> I do not collect the vintage collection. But I did back the barge, and we'll have the barge at my house like any day now. Dude, that's what we were getting at. Yeah, so we, we kind of coined the term on the podcast. It kind of became a thing that, like, now any purchase, any large purchase that you make, we just call a barge. And right. we actually got it on Urban Dictionary. It's, like, the number one definition. So, like, uh, we, we support all barges. But, yeah, I ordered a barge, too, but then I got, like, cold feet. Because I don't – this is – here's real psycho territory. <laughs> I, I ordered – I backed the barge, immediately regretted it because I don't collect three and three-fourths Star Wars, and I don't really have room for that thing. And I sold mine, like a pre-sale on eBay, which I don't even think I'm supposed to do, but whatever. There, people have been doing that since – yeah, people have been doing that since the beginning. But I didn't even, like, make a profit. I was just like, I'm not trying to, like, double my money. I'm just like, like – People have been tripling their money. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But now I can't get in touch with the guy who bought it. And it's a 90 day old, I've, I have his, all I have is his, uh, I have his eBay name, but I don't have his address and I've messaged him now twice. And so he's paid, but yeah, yeah, he paid, but you're going to get the item. Right. Yeah. So I need to get it to him. But then there's that part of me that's like, are we getting a free bar? Like what? Like maybe (laughs) what if he doesn't get back to me? Like how long, what's my statue? Like I'll refund his money if he gets back to me. No, I'm going to send him the barge. I'm sure he'll get back to me. Um, but I I would do. You know what I would do? I would just refund him the money and keep it. God, that's the hey, best. That's ad- a really good idea. That's great advice. Yeah, that's it. I'm so that's glad we're talking to you. That's it. Just cancel. Sure. Go to, go on eBay, or I don't know if you can cancel the order. I don't know because there's so many days that have passed. Right, right. I would just, I, I would just say refund the money. But hey, man, like never showed up. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm like sleeping in my barge. He would be like, oh, it came in. Yeah, and you saw that thing, and yeah, there's no way it. you can get rid of it. But now my, my problem is, okay, let's say whatever circumstance I end up with a barge, I'm going to go intense on trying to like get all the figures for the barge. See, that, that, I, I'm with you there. That is why I'm just keeping it in the box and I will just have it because if I open it, you know, I'm going to fill it with all those three and three quarters vintage collections. And that's going to, that's going to be very, very expensive. And then once I fill the barge, I'll be like, well, since I filled the barge with these guys, I might as well get the other ones, you know what I'm saying? And then it'll yeah. never end. Right, it'll never so I'm gonna, end. I'm, I'm going to keep it in the box. And and full disclosure, like, I bought it. Like, I didn't think it was going to get backed. Right. I said, But I, I had to I had to back it. Like, I didn't want to be the one asshole that ruined this for everybody. You know, like, in my head, I'm like, well, if it doesn't get backed, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like, like the Maddie Ecto one. Oh, yeah, which I did back, and that's my fault. <laughs> it's, it's all on your yeah. head. Yes. Meanwhile, the Maddie Ecto one had like 10% raised. Yeah. They're like, they were $300 for the cardboard cutout or whatever. God yeah. damn it. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that barge, but I think it's really cool that they're doing that. Um, I'm a Black Series collector. I've, I've got almost all of it. Um, now, here's an interesting point of contention. You don't like – I heard you talking about how, like, you know, they're re-releasing all the archive figures, like the Darth Maul. You're so yeah. mad about it. Talk Here about that. Like, because I – there's different, like, uh, there's different perspectives on this, and I respect both sides of the coin. This is, this is collecting, right? It's not, they're, 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 it's not fair, okay? You, when you get into the game, for instance, me, I didn't get into the Black Series game from the beginning. I got in a couple years late. So you couldn't walk into the stores and get the guys I wanted. So you know what I had to do? 
I had to go on eBay and pay the top dollar for it. That's life. That's collecting. Mm -hmm. I missed out whether by chance I didn't find the figure in the store or this particular case, I didn't collect them. So you know what you do? You missed out. You have to buy on eBay. If I wanted to start collecting, you know, real Ghostbusters figures, they're not in the store now. So I have to go on eBay and pay for them. That's, that's life and that's collecting. So it's not fair that people who spend either, you know, the, the 10, 15 bucks at the time in the store and have seen the value skyrocket, even though I wouldn't say I collect for resale, I don't care about the value or, you know, me who spent top dollar on some of these black series and now they're just like 15 bucks again at Target. No, I don't like that. Yeah, I get it. Um, having said that, I was very happy to buy that Boba Fett. And I'm super excited about that Darth Maul, but I get it. I, I, I get, get it. it. It feels like it feels like it cheapens it a little bit. It almost I, feels I, like, I, like well, I whatever. I understand what they're doing, and to Hasbro's credit, I do like that on the back of the packaging, it shows the original figure. You know what I'm saying? And right. it like at least pays tribute to that and acknowledges, okay, this had come out before. This is the second version of it, mm-hmm. and I do like how they changed the the paint scheme a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan of uh, re-releases. Yeah, it dilutes the market a little. I bit. get that. It dilutes the market. Yeah. Well, yeah. how do you feel about NECA putting out like the tur- like the the San Diego Comic Con exclusives are now like at GameStop and Target? Like that's a little bit different, but there's still people who are not really happy about that. Well, see, like for me, I like I said, I don't collect in the hopes that my collection is going to be worth money someday. You know, if it is, right. great. But I have no. I don't buy something. Oh, I'm going to sell this in a month or or five years. Um, and to me, the, the NECA stuff, um, I mean, I guess I'm totally like contradicting myself here, but those figures are so cool that I, I like that they're going out for everybody to purchase. And they're not the same. They're in totally different packaging. Yeah. You know, it's like the Comic-Con ones have the badass, you know, old school. Um, the VHS you know, box. The, the VHS box or the, the carrying case. You know, this is totally right. different. So I think like the coolest part about the Comic-Con stuff, besides the figures that were so badass – was the, the packaging and, and these these new ones don't have that. No, I agree. I think like as collectors, like I don't collect for resale value either. And like if more people can get their like they're incredible like these the NECA Ninja Turtles figures, both the animated ones and the uh the movie ones are they're some of the best figures ever made. Right. So, they're, they're, they're too they're too good to just be uh random, you know, 2017 San Diego Comic Con exclusive. They're too they're, it's not like an obscure character. That I can understand. These are the turtles you know what i'm saying right right jake have you found those yet i haven't seen them anywhere my i you know i have one target here i have one GameStop, and i'm I'm not even sure are they even like widely hitting the game stops yet i haven't seen any of it i haven't even seen where i'm at like some of the neca stuff that's like been on the shelf for a bit still hasn't made its way to valdosta georgia yeah well, we got to get you out of there. Yeah, you got to get out of Valdosta. <laughs> Just got to get out of here. Um, so we tweeted this today, inspired by uh, your podcast. I put together my first ever custom WWE Mattel retro ring in, in Ghostbusters style. Uh, so thank you for that inspiration, man. Uh, I love customizing that ring. I think I'm going to have to do a Ninja Turtles one next. First of all, I saw that picture. It was incredible, and it gave me uh... – you know, the idea to maybe do it with one of mine. Dude, it looks so good. It was, uh, it was pretty, uh, what I love about customizing those rings is like, like you can still get them for like 17, 18 bucks. And like, it's not that hard to spray paint something. I bought, (laughs) I have over 10 of them in the box from Amazon, just stacked (laughs) my garage for for two reasons. One is because 
last week, um, the major WF pod, we sold, um, we sold stickers, like stickers to make a major WF pod ring. Right. Oh yeah. So I'm like, Oh, let me get a couple, um, rings to make, you know, some, some rings. But then I realized like they sold, I didn't think they were going to, I knew they were going to do well, but they sold that in two minutes. I'm like, Holy shit. We're onto something here. Yeah. So the plan is to every month release another like logo. And uh, I don't think this is like widely known out there, but Mattel has stopped making that retro ring. So the only ones that are out there like are on Amazon and that's it. So once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. I'm probably mm. going to have to buy a couple more just because up. like, yeah. like I definitely want to buy, th- I want to make a couple more. I want to make a Ninja Turtles ring mm-hmm. and it would be cool. It'll be interesting to see like once they're gone, like what the value is because like, right. I feel like I want to credit major pod. Like you guys, I feel like, a lot. Of, I loved those retro figures when they came out, but like, you guys have definitely had an influence on like the popularity of that line. I thank you for that. I one hundred percent agree. Unfortunately, Mattel does not. <laughs> she, you need to you need to put it together like an infographic about like and like compare their sales like the from sales the, yeah, yeah from from when you guys launched. It dude, def- dude, it definitely has. I have this. I have this fight with them like every week. That's because we're not an official Mattel podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So, I mean, but in theory, let's say, okay, for instance, we sold a hundred stickers the other day. So I don't, I, I find it hard to believe that a hundred people like bought those stickers and didn't go buy a retro ring. Exactly. And if they had the retro ring, I don't think they like destroyed the stickers that they had on there to put hours on. I think they went on Amazon or at least a good portion went on Amazon and bought the ring. So that's a you know somebody, there. yeah. You know somebody over there is like, what just happened? Like they're getting the stats, and they oh, they see all these rings sold in the same week. They're like, what the fuck is happening? Wait till next month when we release 150 stickers. <laughs> um, yeah, Somebody's I, messing with us. I do. Wanna... I, I felt so bad because there were fans. You know, like I said, I didn't think it was going to sell out in two minutes. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. So fans were were literally tweeting us pictures of their ring that with no stickers on. I just bought this off Amazon, and your stickers are sold out. I'm like, well, well, sorry, like, that's what limited edition is. You just send them, so like, we, the font file? Like, here's the font we use. No, so, like, we are going to re-release, not re-release this one, but put a, a new one out every month. Because it's not fair. If we say it's limited, we're not going to be, like, the Hasbro Black Series. We're not going to re-release it. We'll put out something different. No, I don't blame you. But you guys have done a really good job of, like, really promoting your stuff. You've put out a bunch of different pins. Like you weren't into the pins at first, but like now you see like if, as long as it's limited edition, as long as it's like only 200 available, like if somebody's a fan of your show, they're, they're going to go for it. Like collectors, hit, it's just the collectors. Mentality. The nail on the head. It's all about limited. So mm-hmm. for instance, uh, a couple weeks ago, we sold our, our big thing on the pod is we say, scratch that figure. itch. you know, you get a little itchy, you know, you want to buy a figure, you got to scratch that figure. Itch. Oh, yep. So we made, back scratchers that say scratch that figure itch and people <laughs> fucking bought them they sold out back scratchers yeah the all- that's amazing if they, if they yeah i'm mad they don't have one if they weren't limited nobody would have bought it you right. know right right, right. it, it would have been like yeah. one of just uh, just sits in your merch shop like who's gonna fuck sure. about a back scratcher yeah. yeah you put right. a cap like, on it like, people want it Exactly. Like our, our t-shirts, like our t-shirts don't sell out. Like they do. Okay. But everyone knows like, Oh, I could buy them Tuesday. I could buy them Wednesday. Like, like nobody cares. But if we sell a back scratcher or stickers, 
people will be all over it. But once we put that limited edition stamp on it and say, oh, only 150 made or 200 made. Tonight I, tonight at midnight, well, this is Thursday as we're recording this, full, uh, sorry, spoiler, but uh, we're August. releasing dog, we're doing dog tags, 200 dog tags at midnight. And like, who wants the dog tag? <laughs> well, because, well, because like, so, I, I, I don't know they're going to sell out. Jake, do you remember? I mean, I'm getting one. Yeah, do you, so I was a, I was a Jax uh, mint on card collector in like 7th, 8th, ninth grade. Bone Crunch era. I had probably 200 figures on my wall. Uh, I was into the stomp figures. Do you got, Jake, do you remember the stomp figures? They were like the I W. I do. Yeah. So, yeah. again, the major pod, you guys, there's, those figures were like $3 before you They're guys launched your podcast. Garbage. Nobody wanted them. They, like you couldn't right. give them away. And now you're adding value. You've, you're, you're adding value. You guys have resurrected. Yeah. Like Jax has gotten more attention in the last six months than they have since like 1998. I, I like again. I agree. I think the the value of Hasbro's and LJN figures have gone up. Um, and like I said, I'm not doing this to to uh, you know make my collection more valuable. I don't care. I'm doing this for the community to build more fans to make it. To make it more important, if someone listens to our podcast, right, and they're like, "Oh, I remember those those bone crunchers. Let me buy a couple on eBay," and then they buy a couple of those, and like, "Oh, you know what? I'm at Target now. I like these new Mattels, you know." And then they start buying Mattels. If the, if the business just grows, then you know the sky's the limit for everybody, right? And me as a fan and a, a kid at heart, I want more product and and more diverse product. So the the better the the business is doing, like the more product we get, and the more obscure product we get, and the the more uh, let, let's say like less safe, you know, we get characters that might necessarily might not necessarily sell uh, as well as a John Cena, but you know, they'll, put the, they'll try it out. They'll put it out there. Right. No, I agree. And it's cool. You got your retro. I haven't seen it in stores yet. I don't know if that line's actually hit like re I know it's, it's on, not, not, yet. not yet, but like as, as a, the, the, I've always said this about uh, professional wrestlers. You know, when you're a kid and you want to be a Ghostbuster and you want to be Batman, you want to be a Ninja Turtle or you want to be Hulk Hogan, you, you can't really do the first three. But like you lived your dream. You became a professional wrestler. You've loved it your whole life. And now you have a figure. You've had action figures, right? They're all special. I'm sure walking to a store and buying your own action figures is something that you can't really describe to somebody. But now you've got that retro figure in the style of the old Hasbros. Like when you found out that you were getting that figure, like how stoked were you? Oh, it's first when those retros were announced by Mattel, I was like, this is incredible. This is amazing. Like, I couldn't believe it was being done. And then to see the the picture of mine, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to make me. And I was so negative. I'm like, ah, oh, this is only at the time it was just a photo. And it was just like a computerized photo. I'm like, ah, I, I know how prototypes work like this. They get cut. Things get changed, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I held like the real life prototype, like, oh, we're that much closer, that much closer. You know, they can't really cut it now. I mean, they could, but, you know, they made the mold at least. But now that it's finally out and uh, mm-hmm. I had them in my collection, it's, it's, it's a dream come true, like literally a dream come true. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Congrats. I got to figure out a way to get an action figure made of me. I don't think. They, <laughs> I think all just, three of us have been yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah. That's we'll just, just custom. Like, we'll just customize we'll just, it. Oh god, I'm so bad at customizing. I ruined my mom's carpet customizing wrestling figures in eighth grade. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had a customizing business in seventh and eighth grade. I would like I have like scars all over my fingers from exacto knives and stuff from like carving up figures. 
Whenever, whenever, um, uh, Maddie Collector was putting out like like the twelve inch Ghostbuster figures that you ended up being able to find in a uh, big lots, I picked up like an extra pack and molded and changed the face and like added a beard to one of them. So like I keep that like at my station at work, but it's like me as a Ghostbuster. Like that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's phenomenal. That's, that's awesome. Like painted my tattoos on it. And shit. Yeah, and speaking of prototypes, I never th- I've collected action figures my entire life i've never once thought about getting a prototype of anything until i started listening to the major figure pod i now i own three uh, uh maddie collector prototypes uh uh for ghostbusters so uh and you can't really explain to somebody how cool it is to hold a prototype and, and know that like there might only be one or two of those out there like it, it's very uh, I, lo- I love prototypes my my uh my bank account does not love them but <laughs> i love them mm-hmm. uh, um, i recently got the uh the ghostbusters um librarian um, uh, Maddie, uh, prototype. Oh, you got that. Okay. Oh, cool. I, I feel yeah. like I saw, oh, I guess there's a couple like hardcore, like Maddie collector Ghostbusters prototype collectors. So, yeah. uh, it's a small group of, of you guys. I'm not going to count myself as part of it because I lucked out and getting some oh, yeah. deals. on. Ebay. I just have, I have the, the librarian and her as the ghost. Uh, I didn't really want the ghost, but it was kind of like a package deal. It's like, if you want the the human, you got to buy the ghost. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, those package deals. I love that you guys, too, when you guys sell your shirts, you do these promotions where you call uh, the folks buying oh, yeah. the shirts. Um, yes. We used to, so it's, I want to, interacting with listeners, that's got to be kind of a, a treat. Uh, we used to do a live call-in show, and it's really interesting sometimes talking to people. Like, you, <laughs> I'll just say that. It, it can be very interesting. Uh, I think we need to bring in the live show back, at least leading up to this new Ghostbusters movie. I don't know sure. if Jake and Abby agree with me on that one. Yes, uh, it's very entertaining. But it's got to be fun. Uh, li- to- limited entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> but is it fun to, to, to call and talk to people for, for a few minutes and, like, you know, just – I, like you said, you're building a community. That's got to be special for you guys too. Uh, it's a lot of fun because um, a when someone doesn't pick up, we can leave this funny like voicemail. But also to to hear the people who are like genuinely like starstruck and excited, and they tell us how much the pod means to them and stuff like that. Um, it's great to hear from the fans, especially the ones you know who really really support us. We call them our major marks. Oh, I love oh, that. I, like that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, we need a name. We have a. We gotta have some, we. Write this down. Let's start naming people. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Just right now. Um, YHS Fanatics. There you go. Uh, so, Matt, let's talk Ghostbusters before we wrap this up. There's a new movie coming out. Uh, we are very excited. What, what did you think of that trailer when it dropped? Uh, boom, goosebumps. I, I'm extremely, uh, extremely excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. We're it, it, 2016 was a really weird year for everybody, so we're we're, we're really excited. Um, and you there got was a, a, there was a Ghostbusters movie that year. Yeah, there was a Ghostbusters movie. That year. <laughs> what now? Not not my mind, not my collection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish we could say the same. Yeah, we, I, we bought it all. Product, the only product I got from that was it uh, like those mini mini i don't even know what they're called they were like these mystery ghost yeah the little the blind bags the blind yeah. bags i only got the ghostbusters one or ghost the original ghostbusters figures and then anything that was like slimer like we could pull his tongue and it makes that weird sound yeah um, or the the funko slimer um i think it was a comic-con exclusive where he's in the ecto one oh right right yeah. right yeah. yeah um yeah anything with slimer i got but uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you exercise. Well, we've talked. We've talked about it before. Like we all, the the three of us have 
like I bought that like entire line. I bought it after seeing the movie. Like still bought all that stuff. It's not on display anywhere. It's like in a box. Uh, but it's like it was Ghostbusters. It had that like had that ghost on it. I, and it's I, like I, it's like I it tricks you. It. I couldn't do it. I, I mean, yeah, listen, I, 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 I saw the movie first day. I supported it. I gave it a shot. And even like the, the first scene, I was like, wow, you know what? This isn't this isn't terrible. And then oh, by the end, I was like, OK, yes, this is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we, we went through an entire we, we went out to the premiere and we saw it twice before it was like actually out. And it was one of those things where we were so geared up for it and so ready for it that it was like a progression of like going through like the seven steps of, it's you like know, grief. grief. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, like it was insane. Too, it was right? insane. It's become like such a big thing in the, in the community. And especially with us, like we got a comment recently where someone was like, Hey, I thought you guys really liked that movie. And then I was listening to one of the new episodes. You guys were talking about it and we're like, well, it's just been a two year progression, you know, <laughs> Of just feelings, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Like opening up and being honest, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it's cool because that's we're why the new one looks is so good. And I think we're also excited for it because yeah. it's mm-hmm. in continuity with the original. Yeah, it's going to be special, and it, it, like hopefully, Diamond Select already said they're making more uh, more ghosts. They kind of like slip that oh, out. Oh, they on did. Twitter. Say, I- I didn't know that. Yeah, somebody asked them on Twitter if they're going to continue the real Ghostbusters line, and they they replied and said, "Yes, we are." Uh, obviously, they haven't announced anything yet, so like that's really good news. And I really hope it's not good news for me. I have no room for this. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I you know Hasbro is partnering with Ghostbusters to do that Transformer. I don't know anything about Transformers. I never liked it, but I would love to see Hasbro get the Ghostbusters line for the new movie and like maybe do some throwback Kenner stuff. And I don't know. I just, I really like Hasbro as a, as a toy. I like Mattel a lot too. Can't diss Mattel. They obviously, they kill it with wrestling and everything else, but I kind of want to see somebody else take a new stab at Ghostbusters. Mattel's had their run. Like it, it, like we, we have like a pretty big Mattel line. It'd be cool to let the next group take over and get a little more uh, variety. I think. Yeah. I'm definitely excited for, for more toys. Um, and, and definitely, if they were to you know some, do some throwback ones, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think and I, I, I like how companies like NECA, for instance, they like they they recreate figures from like the the early '90s or the '80s, like that Terminator. Have you seen the new Terminator stuff they did? Yeah, I have yeah. them. They're we're great. At them They're right incredible. Now in a like, yeah. If I would be so like down if someone was gonna like recreate the Kenner, but like in a cooler way, not just like redo the molds, you know, but like. I guess Diamond right. like, kind of did it, but not quite. You know what I'm saying? But no, yeah. but like, what if NECA... What we're saying is NECA, please make these Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if, I mean, I talk- NECA made that, 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 uh, that Slimer, that foam Slimer, so... Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, because NECA's done Ghostbusters before, but like, imagine right. like, imagine like a movie likeness, you know, Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd, but in Fright Features gear. Like... Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Like, that would be What's like, it? I would, I would... Kill Clear myself. Shelf space. <laughs> or that. Yeah. That would do something. Uh, well, listen, man, we, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to, uh, to, to join us this week. And uh, we really love what you're doing. We love the collecting community. And, and you guys are definitely, like, influencing collectors in a positive way. Uh, and that's awesome. My, my one question before you go, though, what is a toy line that you've never collected that you just swore that you never would? Like, because for me, it's always been G.I. Joe. Because I, I wasn't a big fan growing up, but I know if I start going down that path, it's going to be like a dark road for me. So do you have like a – you have a figure line that you just have always avoided? 
Um, well, I mean, G.I. Joe, I never collected. I was never a fan of G.I. Joe, so I I wouldn't get into that. But there is a, a wrestling line. Um, it's like it's called AWA. It's by Remco. Mm-hmm. It was like in the 80s. It was wrestling figures that I was never an AWA fan. Like as a kid, I never I never watched it. And now the the figures, um, especially you, it, this is a situation where you, in my opinion, you need to get them in the box and take them out because there are reproduction accessories and stuff out out there, which is like I can't I can't deal with. So I told myself I would never um, collect them all. Um, but then a couple of months ago, I was I was somewhere <laughs> where they had a um, not a, not a good amount, of them, but but some of them like in the package, and they were just like. They were just talking to me. They were saying, please buy me, Matt. Please, please take me home. <laughs> um, and, and I bought them. And then as soon as I got home, I was like looking up prices for the rest of them on eBay. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to buy all these. because They were just too expensive for me. So like, I had some of them. Um, I think I'm going to resell. And some of them I'll keep. I, I'm so weird. Like all my figures are arranged in a particular order by what company. But then I also have a little like miscellaneous shelf. Where it's like a mixture of things I don't want to completely collect, but I'll get like a little bit. So some of these uh, AWA Remco's I will keep in there, but there is no way again that I will get them all. It's just it's just it's just not going to happen. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. We've all been the, like like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Dino Riders, but like the entry point to even like start collecting that line now is like it's insane. Like you just right. it's just not for me anymore. <laughs> Congratulations to anybody who's doing it, but <laughs> not for me. Um, and I get it. Like sometimes you like even my NECA shelf, I consider a miscellaneous shelf because like they put out those Friday the Thirteenth figures, and I told Jake and Abby, I said I only need one Jason, and now I have two. I've got two Jasons, and I'm like, am I about to get seven more Jasons? Like I need you, all of them. You have said on multiple occasions, like why do you need more than one Jason? And uh, I'll never forget the phone call where you were like, I think I'm going to collect all the Jasons. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's. I mean, I think that's just the collector habit. Like, for instance, I was always a um, a fan of the the Power of the Force two Star Wars from the you know the mid nineties. I had them as a kid, yeah. uh, but I never like rebought them um, until this past year. I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll just get like the original guys, like not the red carding, like the original like first set. And then like once I got those, I'm like, well, maybe I'll get a certain other like main characters. And then a couple of months go by. And I had almost all of them. But in that case, those figures are worthless, like absolutely worthless. I was buying yeah. them and still to this day buy them on eBay for like in the package, like a dollar, maybe two dollars. And it costs more to ship them than, it, than for the actual figure. Right. But that's fun because like I've got like an assortment of three and three fourth Star Wars figures. I've got some of the new stuff, some of the old stuff, some vintage stuff. But like the power, the, anything from the 90s is I'm going to gravitate towards and like. Wait, am I about to start buying those Power of the Force figures too? Hey, like, they are. I cheap. just gave you. I just gave you a bunch of them for Christmas. I know. I had doubles of so many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wouldn't stop you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, man. Uh, before we let you go, uh, plug away, man. Tell tell our listeners how they can find you and uh, find the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Oh, thanks. Well, uh, so I do wrestle for WWE. Uh, oh yeah, what's your day at, job? <laughs> yeah, uh, at Zach Ryder on uh, Twitter with a K, not an H. Uh, WWE spelled it with an H a couple weeks ago on uh, on Monday Night Raw. I was very I saw upset. That. Um, <laughs> on Instagram at zryder eighty five, and then on Instagram and Twitter um, at Major WF Pod. And every Friday, um, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast drops wherever you get your podcasts. 
That's awesome, man. And then it's cool. WrestleMania season. And uh, you and Kurt Hawkins, you're back together after all this time. You've teamed back up. We got a little title run in the future. We'll have to wait I mean, and that, see. That, that's always the uh, the goal. Um, who knows? I, I can't I can't control my WWE career, but I can't control my toy career. So uh, <laughs> WrestleMania week uh, in New York, Wednesday the third. There will be our second live show. Uh, Major Wrestling Favorite Podcast Live Two will be. Uh, Wednesday, April 3rd on Long Island, New York. For anyone who wants to attend, we'll be there for WrestleMania week. That's awesome. Nice. That'll be good. That'll be good. Uh, well, congratulations on everything, man. Congratulations on the live shows. Everybody will be flocking. I'm, I'm sure most of the S Have Some listeners are already listening to the major wrestling figure podcast. And the best part about y'all's podcast is you literally don't have to be a wrestling figure collector or even a wrestling fan to enjoy it. Because just to hear collectors, like to hear your brethren talk about the things that you experience yeah. the late night sweats that eBay you have stress. the ebay stress like it, hitting it, a lot of walmarts and targets i go to oh, two, yeah. i go to 50 Every, targets yeah. a week like it's we insane live there, literally like i go to target like people go to i don't know whatever normal people do like girls know. buy shoes yeah yeah like that mm-hmm. um so it's cool to listen to you guys and, and, and know that uh there's collectors out there that that are the exact same as us so uh we really appreciate it man yeah, dude. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. And like you said, you know, whether it be WWE or or Star Wars or Ghostbusters, you know, like I think the collectors at heart are, are the same. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's one big community. So uh, thanks for having me on, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah man. Thanks, dude. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Bye, dude.